0: What's up what's up what's up my friends welcome get ready grab a snack and a bevy it's time for you and i to have a chit chat straight up facts tell it like it is laugh till you pee your pants cry because you probably needed to and i can't promise and i'm not going to throw any f-bombs but i can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening Time to get personal, one-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another coffee talk. First one in February. Uh, number 12. I've only done 12 coffee talks, but I've done 30 episodes, which is pretty cool. So I did 30 episodes was last Wednesday and this is number 12 coffee talk. We took a break in January just because I'm trying to figure out this whole camera thing. So for those of you at home, there is a YouTube version of this. However, um, there is an audio YouTube and then there's also a video YouTube and there's some kind of behind-the-scenes stuff going on with that as well, and uh, a little more chaos at the beginning. Um, no pun intended. I am the chaos coordinator. There is that. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I'm going to tell you. I got a lot of stuff on my mind, like a lot. So I'm going to be rambling. And I will tell you that um, it, it's a little crazy. There's like a there, – and it's always the little things, right? So there's going to be uh, – Sometimes there's, like, big explosions in your life, and then sometimes there's all these little tiny ones, and they add up to, like, almost worse than an explosion because you're being pulled from different directions. So first, right off the bat, Mr. Sith was in a car accident um, with Peter in the car. Everybody's fine. The car, whose Peter is eloquently named Frank. Uh, Frank's going to be okay. Uh, Well, I don't know if he's going to be okay, but they're going to fix him because... There's that. So he is in the collision shop getting fixed. Mr. Sitch just picked up his uh, rental car today, which uh, basically um, looks like a clown car because um, he's six foot three and they gave him like this really small Hyundai. looks like a hatchback, but apparently it's an SUV or some sort of crossover. But uh, yeah, he can, I know for a fact, he's like, I'm like, is that big enough for you? He's like, yeah, it's okay. That's the equivalent of, he doesn't fit in it and he's going to drive like a jerk. So there's that. Um, he got into an accident. He was sideswiped um, it, by. Uh, well, it, it, first off, there were both of them were both of them were uh, at fault. Um, I'm assuming there was some speeding going on by the other person, and in addition to that, um, he did not uh, look both ways properly when he crossed the street because clearly he did not see her. Uh, but it wasn't like a street street. It was you know the big shopping malls and they have the little streets like in between cuz it's like this massive megalo shopping area <clears throat> and he tried to cross it apparently and uh and got uh hit on the yeah the front and back doors on the passenger side of course peter side and uh one of the cool things is, is that I was asking peter about it asking how he was feeling he was fine he was saying, the the story behind it is what's a heartbreaker so uh Peter always helps Carl, uh, Mr. Sith, shovel for the neighbor, okay? We just love her. She's the nicest lady. Gwen, I don't even know if you listen. Hello. Um, she uh, comes over and she always, like, gives Peter money. She always pays him for what he does, and I love that because it, it's just, it shows that, you know, it gives him that entrepreneurial spirit as well. But what happened is, is Carl... Mr. Sith went out and shoveled the area between our driveway and her driveway on the sidewalk. And Peter did not help that time. But she came over and brought money in an out. <laughs> and uh, Peter's like, oh, hey, cool, 25 bucks. And then he opens up his wallet and he's got like another 25 bucks in there. He had like 49 bucks. I'm like, what? So he goes, you know what I'd like to do? Mommy and daddy, I want to take you after dinner. To Menchie's, which is like a frozen yogurt place that, like, you add a bunch of toppings so that they could wait at the end and charge you an astronomical amount. Um, still yummy, but they wanted to. He wanted to take us there, and I thought that was the sweetest thing. But you know, we got old Buster. Is he here? No, he's not. Um, I thought he was laying under my desk. But they I wanted. I figured I'd stay home because I will tell you, he does well at night, but he doesn't do well. Um, if like you just leave all of a sudden <laughs> he just barks but it is what it is right he's a puppy he'll get over it I mean he's gonna have to because I gotta go out and summer's coming um he I I didn't want to lock him up so I just literally just stayed and then he had just ate so we were waiting for him to like you know take a crap and then I, I'm waiting they go I get a call I was talking to my mom and I'm like hey I'm gonna let you go cuz that's like you know the boys and I need to give them my ice cream order and then immediately uh, it's his tone you have to know mr. Seth it's his tone and I'm like what happened everyone's okay and I'm like really um, but I had an accident and I'm like um, okay so um he made it sound like his car was demolished uh and then I got there and then he said um he felt like his A frame was bent and then he told me he could drive it home and then we got towed I, I don't know he's very confusing Mr. Seth um it, it, it's uh if you know him um you know it accounts for a large portion of my stress <laughs> Yeah I love him but he's he's a pain in my ass Um he's notoriously a shitty driver There's that. He'll self-confess, tell you he's a crappy driver. Um, And it just makes me mad because he always, in the accidents he's gotten into, he gets hit on the fucking passenger side. He takes all these risks, but not on his fucking side. And that's the part that pisses me off. I'm just like, hey, you know what? To anybody, not just Mr. Sith, if you want to fucking take risks and drive out blindly and do all sorts of crazy fucking shit in your car, do it on your side. That's going to be hit because when i first met him he got into an accident doing i'm pretty sure the same fucking shit, um pulling out from a side street onto a main thoroughway and we got hit so <clears throat> i personally have never been in an accident i have no moving violations in my entire 53 years i've been in three motor vehicle accidents but i have been hit twice by drunk drivers and once I had an accident that was due to fire re-stone, uh, the Firestone recall tires. And that's the truth. I have a clean driving record. In fact, I haven't been into a DMV until I bought this house because I had to go and change my address. And you know what happened after all those years? It was the same shitty-ass experience. DMVs haven't changed at all. They're just literally a pain in the ass. Um, so that that what that's what happened. So he's got this tiny little Hyundai that he can barely fit into. That's red to call more attention to his bad driving. I'm just saying. Um, (laughs) uh, Because he's not driving my car. Simple as that. My car, uh, yeah, is clean, number one. Like every time he gets out of my car, there's fucking garbage in the door or in the cup holders in the middle. And it drives me fucking nuts. Receipts, used napkins, an empty cup. I can't stand it. But there you go. So that's what happened with that. So we don't have to look for a new car because, you know, Mr. Sith wants a pickup truck so that, um, because we have a water dog so he can tow a boat because apparently he wants a boat too. And I'm like, uh, yeah. How about we go on this European trip first and then worry about fucking buying pickup trucks and boats because they cost about the fucking same? Just saying. Um, I don't know what the money conversion is right now i don't i i, I think we're losing some of it right now but at, when we started booking all these properties we locked them in like dollar to dollar so that's like thank you um because usually we were spending a little bit more on our side oh i always did but there's that um what else is going on uh the ankle saga the ankle and foot saga don't even like Lord Jesus needs to like, just, he's been laying hands on me because so I'm seeing a Chinese medicine practitioner and she's been doing acupuncture and gua sha and spraying the Chinese bone powder, on, uh, liquid on it, whatever it is. And let me just tell you, it helps with the pain substantially, but I cannot get the fucking swelling down. You guys, it's so bad that I can't, it's worse swollen than it was before I got the surgery. I thought my ankle was huge before the surgery, which is why I got the surgery. Now it's completely worse. It's like a hundred times worse. I used to have just a swollen ankle. Like the ankle bone itself was like a big bubble. Now I have a donut around my ankle. So I can currently only get slippers on and one pair of Skechers gym shoes. I don't know what I'm going to do with sandals because sometimes the top of my foot swells and I have a little, um, I know he did some nerve damage in the top of my foot because every now and then I'm feeling it. Um, I think that's pretty standard after surgery when you're like reattaching shit. But um, so I'm really not, I really don't care about that to be honest with you. I'd rather have that pain, that nerve pain and the neuropathy is really bad in that foot now. Like I don't even feel, I, I only feel my big toe. And sometimes I only feel that, but it is such a strange feeling to just not be able to feel those things. And then all of a sudden it's fine. And then they fucking hurt. So then I'm like, well, I wish they were numb again. And I'm like, don't worries. It'll happen in a couple hours. And it does. Um, but I have been trying to find shoes. Cause here's me, I'm flipping out cause I got to find shoes for Europe. That's all walking, man. And I was, I'm actually sending back like the third return, um, for the same company, bless their hearts. They were handmade leather shoes. I don't care if you don't do leather shoes. Good for you. You do you boo. I wanted something that I could stretch, um, because I know that one foot's going to be bigger than the other, but it's by such a substantial size. It's a full size. I'm not going to be able to get shoes unless I buy two pairs of shoes. There's that. So and find somebody who has a shitty right foot, and then we can just like switch it up. Um, what else is going on? So yeah, I'm doing that. So I'm, I'm trying to find, if anybody is in the Northwest suburbs, like I'm talking like the wood, uh, Woodstock, Crystal Lake, Huntley area in Illinois, I'm looking for a massage therapist that is certified, certified in lymph massage. I need lymph massage, people, okay? I don't need you to say you know how to do it. I don't need you to say you're real good at what you do and you can figure it out. I need you fucking certified because I could get really messed up from this because my lymph needs to be cleared horribly. I'm getting nodules again. For those of you who don't know, I have lupus. And so those of you who have lupus, you may or may not know this yet, uh, or you may not have known and you have them, but you get these little nodules under your skin. They're like little bumps. They hurt like a motherfucker, okay they're like it's like almost having a hard bb a ton of them under your skin and if you touch them or you rub them now they can be worked out over time but i've had massage therapists who are like working the shit out of my legs and i'm gonna like kick them in the face it hurts so bad and i'm like if you're trying to work those out that's not gonna happen so stop like you're gonna make me crippled um, cause I've, I really do freak massage therapists out because I'm so bad. My back is all messed up. It's just, it, it's just, it's a lot, right? So I need to find someone who's in locally who does certified lymph massage for like two to three sessions a week, just so I can get this shit moving for maybe a couple months and then I'm done. Right. Then I just go for maintenance. That's what I want. That's all I want. It's not asking for much people. Um, so let me know. Like, send me an email or shoot me up a, a DM on social media. Let me know what you want. I'm going to take a quick drinky right here. I'm getting hoarse because pretty much all I've been doing for two days is yell. Because ah, Peter was having a mood. Um, I know he wasn't feeling well after the accident. He wasn't feeling well before the accident. But um, he's got this weird, like, he, that phlegmy... You know, cough thing, and then I'm going to be really honest with you. He does something that I cannot stand, and that's he's a nose picker. Oh, God. Like, I can't. Um, he's a nose picker. Now, I'm not saying that nose picking is bad, okay? It's bad. But I'm saying that, like, sometimes you get that little scab in your nose. You have something in your nose. You think a bug flew in your nose because you're outside. You reach in real quick and you do a little flick flick and that's it. You, you know, you're done or you see it, you know, there's something in there. You get a tissue and and you use your finger to manipulate it a little bit more to get it out. I'm totally okay with that. That's all part of life. No, Pete, he's a digger. Like he's digging for fucking gold. He's pulling out a Cadillac. He's mining. Okay. And then it goes in the mouth and I'm like, like, I can't. Okay. I can't. Um, I have been trying to effectively communicate to him that it's germy and all he's doing is basically taking his stuffed up nose and transferring those germs to the back of his throat where we're all getting sore throats because, um, you don't wash your hands properly because he's the seven year old boy. And I'm like, did you wash your hands? And he comes out and he's like, you know you know wiping his hands all over his shirt and stuff and i'm like but did you use soap and then he looks at me and i'm like no you didn't and he's like yeah i did no i didn't and then he goes back in i'm like what are you doing in there what else is he doing again recently it's like i I can't wait for spring because this kid needs to get out of the fucking house um he's taking toilet paper yes that's right you heard me right people toilet paper which at one point was as fucking prestigious and uh, elusive as eggs nowadays, right? Um, But apparently uh, he's infatuated suddenly with taking toilet paper and wetting it in my sink while he's in the powder room and making things with it. At one time there was a huge chunk he made and he was carving it. I'm like, yeah, uh, we can get you like a whittle and a stick for that, um, but don't use toilet paper. Please stop. And I thought he had stopped, but I caught him doing it today. I'm like, really? What the fuck are we doing? Um, he's had a little bit of a mouth on him. I understand. It's a little cabin fever. I get it. I get it. I, I got it myself. I'm going to breakfast after uh, I see the my Chinese lady on Sunday. I'm going to breakfast with my girlfriend, Denise. Yep, that's right. Denise, Denise. And we're both sassy um, because I just need to sit with an adult that isn't related to me or in my, in my household. I'm going to be super honest with you. I am just like done with everybody in my fucking house right now. Um, so there's that. So if you have any tips on how to get your kids to stop picking their fucking nose and eating it, um, yeah, shoot me a DM. That'd be awesome sauce. Um, that's going on. Uh, the dog is in uh doggy kindergarten, right? He's in puppy kindergarten. Okay. Let me tell you, I like this woman and I don't like her, the lady who owns the place, right? So I'm, I paid 115 bucks for six sessions for 45 minutes. The first uh, session was all talking except for the last five minutes. But let me explain to you. The session went two hours and 15 minutes. It starts at 8.30 p.m. I'm thinking 8.30, 45 minutes. I, this is not a problem. This is not a problem. I could totally do this right? They want you to go as a family. I grab Peter. Now he goes to bed at 830, but it could be a late night, right? For practice for the summer practice. And um, yeah, well, that would be a no because 1015, this woman is still lecturing about her personal opinions on what dogs should be. Now, let me explain. She's kind of like holistic around dogs. Like I am holistic around people, you know, she does. You know, she she talks about, you know, what vaccinations are required and which aren't which, um, you know, foods are good and which are shit, you know, quality. You know, if you're going to eat like all organic and all this stuff in your house, why would you feed your dog like Purina? Right. And I'm sorry. I'm going to say that right now. If you're feeling you're feeding your dog Purina or science diet, please stop and reach out to me because there are plenty of foods that are way better than those two. They are the two highest recalled dog products, like in the world. It's disgusting, and you don't even know where their sourcing's from. I'll give you dog food that's sourced in America. Just go to Chewy, Chewy.com. You can literally go to Chewy and you can search that made in the USA. Because at least then it could be, um, you know, not a great quality of food. You know, uh, I, Buster's stuff is organic. It's non-GMO and it's sourced. In the U.S. Um, there is better food that I wanted to use that's sourced, like, each ingredient is sourced per farm. Like, they'll tell you what farm it came from. The salmon was came from here. The duck came from here. Um, but, at, you know, he's already, like, 53 pounds. So what am I going to do with, you know, $107 bags, 30 pounds each? That gets a little pricey, right? So I'm like, eh, I'll just supplement with, like, you know, treats that I'll make and veggies and stuff like that. He had his first uh, <clears throat> um, portobello mushroom the other day. Yummer. He wasn't too sure about it at first. And then, you know, he was like, after a while, he was just like, it's the way he eats. He's like always chomping with it. He's got the cutest ass face. Um. So yeah, th- so I love this woman, but I don't like her because I felt like she should have warned somebody that the first session is two hours and 15 minutes long. So by the time we got home, it was like literally 10.45. Um, Not that I'm asleep at that time, but I'm usually in pajamas and relaxed. And then of course, uh, you know, we have to have the dog that takes a crap in the middle of class. So there's that. Um, I mean, yeah, they're used to that. It's a dog training facility and whatever. But, you know, I'm like, really? Um, And I even withheld food. We fed him at five. It was at 8.30. Plus I pulled his food an hour, uh, his water an hour early, like they said. So he didn't pee, but he took a poop. There's that. Um, second appointment. So wait, what did we learn? So like in the last five minutes, they had uh, Carl's walking in because I'm already kind of an authority in the house. So I know I'm not going to have a problem. I'm just watching for commands and we're all like on the same page and Peter to kind of watch as well. Um, but like the last five minutes of class, she's like, walk around class with him and make sure he's not pulling and uh, you know, whatever, like to, to get him used to that. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, second class, he said there was really no training that she talked more about foods and whatever and stuff like that. I, I forget what he exactly said, but, um, but I guess then they had, like, a playtime, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, I totally want him to get socialized, especially since, like, you know, his socialization in, you know entails of him, like, deciding whether or not is going to flip out on him that day. <laughs> you know, she loves them. She hates them. She loves them. She hates them. So it depends. But that's just like a senior, right? You can't expect anything more from a senior dog. She's going to be 15 in September. She's not interested in puppy. And boy, he, when he wants to play with her, he gets super crazy and he's bouncing up in the air. And I'm like, dude, you got to watch because if you hit her, you can hurt her. You know, he's puppy. He's got to be taught that. She does. She strikes him like a cobra. Like she's like, she's fast. Um, She's still got it. Um, It's all that good food she's eating. But she, um, I just thought, okay, so we had a play time, but I'm like going to get them, you know, I'm paying for like a permit to go to the dog park here, our local dog park. So why don't I, I don't, I'm not playing for a play area. I'm playing for puppy kindergarten. I just expected a little more like, specific commands that would be the first ones that you would do. I'm trying to do all the right things with this dog because all of my dogs have been rescued dogs. Right. So I'm trying to make sure that like, because I have him as a puppy that I'm molding him into this dog that could be everything that he could be. Plus he's going to be a big fucking dog at 160 pounds, maybe more. So I want to make sure that he is controlling and know that we're, we're the fucking boss. I mean, that's not a joke. I mean, it's not even a joke when you got like an 80 pound dog. I mean, she got 17 pounds. She can be vicious. She's crazy. We have an appointment for her in February to get her three year rabies. She doesn't get any other vaccinations. I don't want to hear any bullshit. She doesn't because she's had reactions to them in the past. So I don't want my dog to die just because you feel safe that she gets Bordetella or whatever it is. And she doesn't even get to go into a kennel. So there's that. Um, She doesn't need any of that. She doesn't, like, she's just not, her body doesn't do that. So, um, she is, she just doesn't like her teeth touched. Like, she doesn't like her nails touched. She gets crazy. And I know they're going to tell me, so I'm trying to do her nails, like, ahead of time. I told Mr. Sith, four days in a row now, that we need to cut her nails. So what's he doing naturally right now? Playing fucking Harry Potter. Okay? Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna try to cl- clip them because she'll scream—that Sheba scream. Google it if you don't know; it's quite fucking interesting. Um, but that'll at least get her where it's not too long, and maybe they'll just leave her alone, um, or won't say anything. I know I can always deny, but you know I don't want—I don't want any circumstances because just like a regular medical office for us. They tend to fucking shame you. Like, I was talking about how I would give her some calming things before she went so she wouldn't be a complete, like, fuck-tard when we got there, right? She'd be a total... She will be a freak show, okay? A freak show. So I said, you know, I mean, sometimes I wonder whether or not I was telling my mom, like, should I get a muzzle? Should I get a soft muzzle for her? Just to make sure? She doesn't bite anybody? Like, I'm gonna be fine. But sometimes when she's in a mood, she's in a mood and she will grab like she'll go for me and then i'm just like what and then she'll be like oh sorry like the ears go down and i'm like girl i'm like don't even play with me right now um you sleep in my bed you better not bite me um so there's that so that's going to be interesting to take her cuz they're going to be like trying to upsell me all this shit and all these shots and i'm going to be like hey just give me the three years rabies so i can get the hell out of here cuz it's probably her last rabies shot Let's be honest. She's going to be 15. Shiba Inus live 8 to 9 years. No, what is it? 11, I think they live like 10 to 12. Maybe it's 10 to 12. Buster's 8 to 9. And the longest Shiba lived for, it was a long time. How long did the Shiba live, Mr. Sith, in Japan? He's going to pretend like he don't know. He will rattle off statistics to me all day. At the most inopportune, uh, like random, random facts, and when I ask him for one, he don't got nothing, cause he's playing fucking Harry Potter. I wish I was joking. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna, that's gonna be fun. I can't wait to take her, cause he loves her. He loves the vet. He fucking loves it. He goes in. He was all excited. He remembered the first time, cause obviously once he he's been there twice now. And he goes in and all the girls are like, Oh my god, look how much he's grown. It's like he's doubled. And you know, And he did. He doubled. And so but Sheikah, as soon as she gets to the parking lot, she's gonna smell and be like, hello, no, no. And she's gonna start the pull. And I'm gonna have to pick her up. And I'm gonna have little hairs all over me. Like, well, what difference does it make? I have little white shetty things on me, drooling glob all over me. And, uh, so what's a little more pointy little sheep of hairs, whatever. I'm, I'm embracing it. It's what happens when you have dogs, right? You get fucking hairy. Um, I have, uh, I went on Amazon and I, uh, put on my little Amazon list, the, um, these like, so they're supposed to be like super stick D lint hair linters because I really need that. Like, cause I wear a lot of black and it's so strange cause he's half black but for some reason, um, obviously, all his white hairs are showing up. I'm like, damn it, why couldn't you be all black? And then I would not see anything on me. It would be there, but I don't know. And then I also, Lord Almighty, if you have a long-haired dog, the hair in the washer right now without even realizing that it's everywhere oh, is ridiculous. So we, I wipe it down. Well, I tell, I tell Mr. Sith to wipe it down. Um, when I was down there, I do, I don't go down and do laundry. He does. And then he brings it up and I fold. um, I cannot walk up and downstairs all day like that shit. My back hurts. Um, and my feet can't handle it. But, um, when I did go down there the other day to wash something, I forget what it was. Um, that it was, it's always filthy. Like, I'm like, how do you wash and everything's filthy? Soap everywhere. Shit's all dusty. And then I got to go down there and like wipe everything down, open up the soap dispensers, Wipe those down. Fix the stuff. I'm like, really, dude. Really. I bet you if I went down there now, the bor—I have—I use borax. I do as a pre-wash for some of my shit because I need it clean. But uh, it's an OCD thing. So, um, I have like an old Tide pod container, and I keep it, and I just put the borax in there so I could scoop it out. Let me just tell you um, that. Yeah. It's empty. I went to go fill it up. He didn't even tell me we're out of borax. I'm like, okay, cool. So I guess we're out of borax. Um, I bought it. I bet you if I went down there, it'd still be in the box. Hey, Mr. Sith, is the borax still in 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 the box? You put it in the container? Hell just froze over, people. I cannot believe it. Wait, wait. The borax. The borax is in the container. Um, Well, there you go. Good job, Han. Good job. Wow. That's actually surprising. I'm not going to lie. Surprising. I will tell you this. I bet you it's in there because I was yelling at him when I told him to take it downstairs because it was sitting on the counter for two days before because I guess borax just sits on a counter. I'm like, dude, if all of the laundry detergent is here, you would take it downstairs when you go downstairs. If you guys even saw my basement, you would flip out, just like I do. That's why I don't go down there, unless I have to. Because when I go down there, it's going to be spring. I'm going to have my nieces and my sister come over, and we are going to KP that hole downstairs. It's going to be BK, okay? Like basement D- BD, basement duty, okay? We are going to go downstairs, and I'm going to clean every ounce of that. We're going to take everything. We're going to scrub with brooms, okay? We're going to bleach it down. I don't even care. They can wear... An, rebreathers. I don't even care. I'm going to open the windows. We're doing everything. I'm cleaning everything. We're pulling down all of that. Uh, the people before us decided that they were going to stud the basement and remodel it, except they never got a permit. So how's that fucking helping me? So all that needs to come down and all their wrong, uh, insulation that they put up that's hanging from the ceiling. So we'll take all that down and, uh, I'm going to clean it all. And then it's getting organized because then we're going to start remodeling the basement and I believe that's going to be a 2024 project um, I don't know how long it'll be from then but I will uh, we were going to put a bathroom downstairs but in all honesty it costs too much right now it costs too much and Illinois people it is fucking expensive here I know you people on the west coast think it's expensive there but let me tell you you're paying for the sun enjoy yourself pay that kind of price and live in fucking Illinois Okay. Everything here is shitty. Okay. Everything. Everything. There's nothing good here. You can't even go downstairs and enjoy all of the beautiful things in the city of Chicago because you may or may not get shot or fucking mugged or run over or in name like nine other things that are happening with crime on a daily basis in Chicago. Just saying born and raised there. So I can say that shit. I don't want to hear about like all the fucking Naperville people who s- tell people that they're from Chicago. You're not from Chicago. You're from Naperville. It's always the Naperville people. Always. You ask them, where are you from? Chicago. Oh shit. I'm from Chicago. Where are you from in Chicago? Cause you know, Chicago is a big place. So there's you, you, like, if you're from Chicago, you know, the neighborhoods, right? So then, just be like, "Well, where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm from like Little Harlem, right? Like New Little Harlem, in you know Harlem Madison area, Little Italy." Oh, oh, I'm from Naperville, but that ain't Chicago. It's not. in, Oh, well, it's a, it's a, uh, what is it? A far Chicago and a Chicago, far Chicago suburbs. Okay, but it's it's. Then you live in the far suburbs. You don't live in Chicago. Whatever. Um, people from Chicago are the only people that think that's like ridiculous, but I've heard it even in travels, you go somewhere and they're like, somebody's talking about how they're from Chicago. And I'm like, Hey, I'm from Chicago. Where are you from? And then, you know, they're like Naperville. It's always Naperville. I'm telling you, ask anybody. It's always Naperville. Um, so that's, I forgot my, I lost my train of thought there. What were we doing? I don't know. Now I'm remodeling a basement and I'm downstairs. ha ha ha. The Borax, he never put shit away. That's where I was. Anyway, so that's the kind of deal with that. And, you know, there's just it's just compounded over and over. So here's like the, the fine, uh, well, I don't know. I got a little bit of time. Where's my little thing here? I got to look. I hope I'm still recording. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, sometimes you hit the button. I don't even mean to. But um, so obviously, I'm pretty open in that I see a therapist. I think everybody, if you should see a therapist, because I love my therapist. I've been seeing her for six years now. And it started with postpartum rage. I got that diagnosis and I thought, well, I better see someone before I kill Mr. Sith. So, you know, I'm doing what I can for society and the household. And I love her. I absolutely love her. And I can't express, if you are not sitting down with your therapist and you don't think that you're having a cup of coffee with a good ass girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever the fuck you want, um and you're able to say whatever you want with no judgment and and really get, I don't want to hear it like, yeah, girl, yeah, I hate that bullshit. If I'm wearing a shitty outfit, I don't want you to tell me I look pretty because you're my friend. I want you to tell me that it looks like a shitty outfit and I should change. That's a friend, okay? If you're making shitty decisions, somebody needs to tell you. That kind of friend, Okay. If you don't have a therapist that acts like that or makes you feel like that, but yet still navigates you through without bias, don't fucking lose that person. And that's what I got in my therapist. And, but I will tell you that since I've seen her and they've changed companies, they were something else. I don't even remember what it was like the first two years. Now they're another company. I'm not going to say what they, who they are. Because quite frankly, I don't want any issues, but um, because they've resolved them today, but they have the shittiest billing system known to man. I have been fighting with these fucking people for three years about their shitty billing. They don't bill on time. Then they wanted, you know, everybody wants a credit card on file, right? You got a $30 copay. You go, I go twice a month. At one point I was going once a week. So this shit adds up. I think they're just taking the co-pays out after every visit. No, they're not. They didn't take co-pays out for like, I don't know, four months. And then I get, I go into my portal and there's like fucking a huge balance. And I'm like, what's going on here? So I pay it and I'm like, well, shit. Like there, I paid it, like whatever. And the very next day, They ACH'd and took it out of my account. So I I paid them twice. I'm like, how do you not fucking see I just paid you? Oh, that was a federal case because nobody there. So their, their billing people cannot see the billing portal. I'm not lying. This is the truth. I don't get it myself. Seems a little ridiculous, but their billing people don't see the billing portal. So it doesn't matter if you're paying in the portal. They can't fucking see it. And then, so, oh, that, that was a nightmare. I finally got credited after like two months of me just bitching. And then just finally, I literally, my therapist had talked to some managers and we just, I pulled my credit card. And apparently tons of people are doing that. So I pulled my credit card from the file so that they can't just randomly fucking charge me. I'll pay my own bill. I'm a big girl. So that's what I've been doing. Except they don't know how to bill. So, of course, I reached my deductible after the surgery my personal deductible. So my copay for just a few sessions went down to like half the amount. I don't know why they do that. That's the insurance company. I don't make the rules, but that's what it is. You have my insurance, why don't you figure it out? Apparently they can see everything. Half the time they're telling me what is there and I'm like, that's not fucking true. I'm looking at this right here because they're seeing like delayed systems. And like, long story longer, I wound up disputing an amount and then, because it just didn't add up. It was like more than what it should have been. So of course in December, it's like December 30th and I'm like, okay, I want to clear my account. So I'm just going to pay this disputed amount and get it the fuck off and call it a loss. Like, I'm going to be honest. I just was, I was beaten at that time. I got the surgery, right? I'm tired. It's Christmas. I have New Year's. I ain't got time for this, right? So let's clear it out. I pay it. I get my September, my January statement. I've only seen her twice, right? I'm seeing her every two weeks now. I have two appointments for my January statement, you would think, right? How fucking easy is that? Plus, the new insurance cards already sent, filled out all my forms on the portal, already completed, way before my appointment, right? Because my appointment was the 10th. Next thing I know, I go and I get my January statement. It's only got one appointment. That's the first thing. They're saying they received a payment on the portal on the 30th. 30th of December of last year, but it's only for $30. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, I'm a self-pay because they didn't put my insurance information in. I'm like, nope, nope, not doing it this year. So I escalated it, got with my therapist as well, who also escalated it from her end. And I wound up getting a call from like the Midwest Regional Patient Billing Director or some, some shit like that. Some useless fucking title where she just puts out like, fires every now and then when someone like me is complaining because their billing department sucks ass. Um, so I was like, okay. And, uh, I talked to her a really nice girl. She was like, she basically acknowledged everything that I had said that it's absolutely ludicrous that they can't do what I want. Cause I said, let's do this this way. We're calling it a wash in t- 2022. Let's like, I'm not fucking talk about that anymore. Just so that I can re- keep my sanity. Number two uh, I need a January statement that reflects the two appointments I had in January, because like essentially the very definition of statement for January means everything in January. And then I needed to show my actual fucking insurance and a $30 copay for each. I owe you 60 bucks. How hard is this? Like, this should not be hard. And she's like, you know, it shouldn't be. And then acknowledge that it was a major problem, that they don't see the portal and they don't. And I said, well, you know what? You need to escalate this to your systems people and your directors, because they need to know that they need a new system, clearly. Because if I hadn't had such a great experience with my current therapist, I would leave over this. And she's like, I totally understand. And she's like, between you and I, you know, your therapist probably doesn't even know. She's like, we are working on a new system now that's in development. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help me now. But apparently um, there was an overpayment in 2022. So we came to a solution. Long long story short, or long story longer, or, 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 Um, I'm getting a $30 credit from December because I overpaid, like I fucking said I did, but. They didn't ever answer me. Um, Like the dispute said, but yet, uh, so she's just going to credit my credit card. That's like where we're at. I'm like, just reimburse the credit card. I don't even want to fucking see anything on my January statement. Please do not put anything on my January statement. And my January statement, she's going to fudge one that has both appointments, put in the insurance, $60 copay, and I'll pay it. She said she'll have it done by Monday morning. It might be in there now. I don't know. I didn't look because quite frankly, the whole story is like enough to give you a fucking headache. So I apologize. But honest to God, outside of having the best therapist ever, that's the kind of shit I've been dealing with for six years <laughs> because I don't want to leave her <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't give you up. And let me tell you, she appreciates it. Um, she's like, I really, really appreciate that you fighting for this because you could have easily left. And I'm like, yeah, but you've like literally done more for me in six years than like the last 25 fucking years of therapy and psychologist. Just saying. Um, But that's about it. So that is what I'm going. That's what's going on today. That's our coffee talk. I hope you had a wonderful morning. I can't believe we're already in fucking February. It's insane that we're in February. And the fact that we are literally almost, I mean, it's the 11th. We're almost done. I don't know when this is going to post on YouTube, but it's going to record tomorrow, so there's that. Uh, It's the 11th, and um, we're already halfway through this month. Valentine's Day, I got tons of stuff I got to make. I volunteered to do bake sale stuff for our co-op. Now I'm like, I think I'm just going to buy cookies. (laughs) Because I don't have time. Um, But yeah, that's all. And you know what? I appreciate everybody listening to the episodes, but I I do have to put this to the side and, and really talk about it. And, uh, I'm going to do that on the YouTube channel. So, um, if you do want to know what's going on, um, after we conclude all this now, uh, shoot over to the YouTube channel, Denise Sith, finding calm in the chaos, subscribe, like Peter said, hit the, sm- the like smash the like button, hit the like button. I don't know, um, what he said. And, uh, just look for this. Cause we're going to be doing more videos coming up Plus the European trip is going to be completely documented, both short and long videos. Uh, it'll be fun stuff, but we're going to make sure that, you know, we're there having the time of our lives and enjoying a different culture. And in all honesty, we're doing this because we want to bring you along so that you can enjoy it as well, because we know that not everybody can do that. And, um, and we want to bring you there with us. So that's kind of our intention behind it. So until next time, I'll see you next week. Lead with Kindness. Thank you. Thank you, my friends. I am very appreciative for you taking time in your day to listen to this special edition of Coffee Talk. Don't miss out on the next episodes of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Hit the subscribe button. That ensures you don't miss an episode and let you know when we're having the next coffee talk. Until next time, lead with kindness.